What's up, sales culture? I'm Joe Lemon. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Want to wish you guys a happy 2020. This is the first real podcast I'm dropping for the for the new year. So excited to really get some things going here. Been doing a lot of, you know, just laying back, relaxing. And as much as I would like to say that I do really well with relaxing, I've I slept in, I ate a lot. I gained a good, you know, five to seven pounds, and 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 all that's all that's great. Sat back because I told my wife I would just sit back and chill, and so you know that was good. It was good to be home for a while. I'm getting ready to get back on the road this week. Actually, I'm heading out to the Northwest. So I'll be in that Seattle, Portland, and then heading down to the Bay later on this week. So if you're in those cities, hit me up, and we'll have the link up. But anyway, you know, it's one of those things where the amount of focus that you get from just stopping. And not that I was really working on figuring out a lot of things because I played around with a lot of stuff and my mind was over all over the place. But, you know, I realized that, you know, you can go easily into this survival mode versus abundance mode. And they have some different traits that you got to be careful of. So I want to talk a little bit about that on this Monday. I want to get into some things that hopefully will get us inspired, get us motivated, get us out there doing things that we should be doing. And, you know, signs of a, a survival mode that easily come up is that when you get into this you know, the mindsets in this blame game, whining and complaining. Physically, you're all tight, you're tense, locked jaw, <laughs> you know, bad posture. You know, you got a nice rounded shoulders. Um, that could be just from bad moving patterns. But but anyway, if you're walking around like that because you're trying to keep yourself guarded, um, emotionally, if you're just drained, anxious, jumping at people because you're angry and tight on a regular basis. I mean, mentally, you could be confused, just, you know, um, totally unorganized you're losing stuff i lost my wallet that was a sign maybe i was a little bit too a little too stressed out right <laughs> i mean and then on top of that this this one key statement i think really messes us up in business is that you get into this tunnel vision and you get you start dropping statements like i have no choice when you start dropping those type of statements you really got to watch out and just kind of take a breath and really understand where you are not saying that maybe you don't have a choice but a lot of times it's just a lack of creativity Right. I mean, because, you know, especially whenever we're able to kind of get into this place of trying to strive for excellence and we're not just putting out work that is just good enough. Like, you know, that's those are signs. Right. If we're just OK with good enough things and just OK outcomes. And this is just I'll get by on this. Um, those, those are definitely signs, signs that we might be in survival mode. And don't get me wrong. If you're running from a, a moose in Montana or you got a pack of wolves chasing you. Yeah, you're going to need tunnel vision. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. There, there is definitely a place to be stressed and tight and ready to roll. And, you know, somebody's coming at you and it's just a fair fight to the death. You know, like, I mean, survival mode is definitely a good place to kick in. So I'm not here to say survival mode doesn't have, it's not a necessary switch. I think we just got to watch how we hit the button and how many times we're hitting the button on that survival mode. And so... I also want to tell you guys or, or talk about some, some some of the thoughts I had around abundance. Because abundance mode to me is the place that for most of our lives, if we're being honest, day-to-day living, right, you know, we're not being chased by a pack of wolves. We're trying to close a deal, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or, or we got some other, or we're trying to save our company some more money. Now, the company may die, and that could be real. Um, you may lose your job, and that could be real. I mean, so, you know, there's a place with this. This is the beauty of doing podcasting is that you can layer in some context. A lot of the media outlets right now, I feel like they lack context. 
is very few times is it black or white, 100% one way, absolutes. There's very few absolutes in the world. It's how I look at it. There's a lot of gray, though, tons of gray. And so let's talk about that abundance. So mindset, you're in control, right? You're in the driver's seat. Uh, you feel empowered. Uh, physically, you're able to relax. You can take some deep breaths. You got expansive body language, big chest, arms above your head. You know, you know the posture. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, emotionally, you're just engaged. You're ready. You're inspiring others. It's a great sign if you're actually doing something, if you're in that abundance mode. Mentally, there's clarity, right? Um, and a big one for me is that you're able to see multiple perspectives. That's how I know when I'm kind of getting off track is that if I can only see it my way, then I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing something here. And so being able to lock in but be engaged with people and also understand and be able to walk in other people's shoes to a degree, I mean, we can't fully do it, but just have an understanding, having empathy around that, that lets me know I'm rolling in abundance. And so you know, how do we transition? Because, I, you know, it's one of the things that I've dealt with in the past. You get stressed out. Sales is, is naturally one of those type of games, especially if you get into that competition mode where competition is nice because it helps you lock in. You want to beat beat the beat the competitor. You want to you want to be number one on the board, which is great. But it can also drive you down the wrong direction at times. So I'm always kind of playing with those two as because competition is good. It brings up the best of an, in us like iron can definitely try to sharpen iron so that has its place don't want to get rid of competition at all but you know you got to teeter between whenever you're getting too competitive to where you've lost sight of what your real calling is and what and, and really how you can best serve people to the most and you're expansive and you know you're in control the post to where you're being controlled by the competition right you're doing whatever it takes to win that's when you lost control and so anyway um let's talk about transitioning out of it so I made this post on LinkedIn today and it was talking about this guy. Um, well, I was actually resharing some content from somebody else, but it just made me stop and think because this person made a, a really cool comment about how this guy had beat cancer for three and a half years and he was in a hospital and he had a chance to ring the bell. Like they have this ring the bell thing, I guess, at this one hospital where, um, you know, if, you beat, if, you've beaten, if you're beating cancer and, you know, for a certain amount of time, then, you know, you get a chance to kind of celebrate that. And I was like, man, that's 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 a real win you know and a lot of times we get lost in just you know the missed opportunities uh we complain about our coworkers not getting along with us um we talk about just you know mixed missed deals or lost opportunities you know just just the stuff that is really causing us to miss out on some of the real finest things in life i should say right you talk about lukewarm coffee was one of the things i put up there <laughs> and, and and you miss the blessing in life so you know my, my biggest way to transition back is focusing on the blessings the fact that you are alive the fact that you have the simplest things in the world that a lot of us have in the u.s like if you ever listen to this podcast you probably are doing off so much better the majority of people in the world that became in fathom and that's what i'm getting at you got to put things in perspective man you got to take a step back um you got to look at where you are in the world and understand the blessings that you have the fact if you if you can catch this episode that means you got some things going you probably got a smartphone you know that's more than the majority of the world right now right the majority of the world doesn't have access to what thing, th even the things we have access to and especially if you're in the u.s you got a couple other things pushing for you as much um issues that we that we have in in the country and things that we want to see improve boy there's a lot of things that are that are an upside man and um things that we got to stop and just realize so all right if you can change if you can shift yourself out of your own you know tunnel vision and look around 
and just see what's happening around you and start talking to people that are close to you. So start talking to your clients if you're in business, right? Talk to your current customers. Why are they your customers? Understand where they are in business. Have this have casual human conversation. It's one of the things that I think, and I'm really glad sales is really starting to expose this now, um, is that, you know, you want to get back to aligning yourself with the values that you're bringing to people and, you know, understand how you're serving others. Assassin, you're out just murdering people. And that's not, you know, whenever you talk to some of the top people, that's not what it's about at all. Um, it's not, it's not even close to that. True. And, you know, I want to be clear, you do have to ask for the business and you got to clearly state it. Um, that's definitely a part of it. But the process to all that, I believe, really comes with this open mind. And it starts with listening, it starts with seeking to understand the person and where they are and how you could possibly help. And then testing your hypothesis. It's not something that is in stone. <laughs> this is something that is subjective. This is something that is supposed to be serving them. So you test your theories on what you think will help. That That's a not that type of mindset that says, I force this down your throat. It's more of a, I seek and understand. I wanna, under, I wanna see how I can help. Um, and you know, so listening, understanding, testing your hypothesis, believing in your value prop, like believing in what you're selling is huge. Like, so I, and, and how I sum it up is literally speaking your truth. So you should believe that you have the best X, Y, Z, whatever you're selling, right? So I sell some medical products. There's other competitors out there. There's a lot of the ways they can go about competing too, not just with our direct line competitors, but all the other tools that are available. And, you know, but I hands down believe that we have the best with the best cost, we have the best overall, overall outcomes for the patients. And I just believe it's the best thing for them to do. Now, if I didn't believe that, I can come up with some other things. Hey, work with me is the best because I will deliver in, in such as in, in an XYZ, right? I mean, because I've also sold commodities as well. And this is something I want to talk about a lot this year is just that how if you're selling something that you know, there's tons of competition. It's hard to try to really separate yourself from the competition. Then it comes to all down to the person. Like in, in a big theme of what I got over this time off was that just a personal brand is just, it's just mandatory. I mean, everything is going direct. Like, so, you know, cause this, cause there's so many competitors. There's nobody that really dominates one space over another. And so you have to be able to set yourself up in a way to where you can, you know, be the person that separates yourself from the from the competition because nobody else can be like you. So anyway, I want to wrap it up there, guys. Hopefully you guys got a little something out of this abundance versus survival mode mindset. I got a couple people calling me, so I got to jump on these. But I wanted to get this out today um, and finish it up with, you know, whatever you sell, deliver upon it. It's only going to reinforce how serious and, and your actual overall convictions about how you sell. The tone of your voice sounds different. The micro body language that you bring into meetings and and like how you feel about things, it changes whenever you are double down and you believe in that. So, all right, guys, I want to say, want to get out of here. I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Please go to salesculture.org, download um, my actual template of how you can launch your own interview-based podcast. I think that salespeople should be micro-influencers these days. This is a big part of what I believe the future looks like for us, but I'll get into that later. As always, please subscribe, tell a friend about it so they can tell a friend about it because word of mouth still wins. And uh, with that said, guys, I'm out of here. 96% of B2B buyers want content with more input from industry thought leaders. Launch a podcast and invite influencers on your show 
to position your brand as an industry leader. Learn more at salesculture.work.